Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Y'all know what time it is. It's playoff time. Divisional round coming up. Your Baltimore Ravens are going to be playing the team that they started the season off against, the Houston Texans. We're going to talk about it on the Believe in Ravens podcast. I'm Kyrie Thompson. That's Danny Wilcox. Dude, look look at us. Look at these two teams back at it again. Did, did you see this coming? I didn't see it coming. I need a playoff check. You need you need that. Okay, I need a playoff check. Can I hook you boy up? Listen, are you? Are, do you always just kind of you know keep yourself in a semi state of readiness? You know where it's just like, yeah. hey, look, if somebody needs to pick pick a tight end up off of waivers, I could use a playoff check. No, I'm not ready for that. No, I ain't gonna need a lot. I'm not. Gonna, I just need one for doing this podcast with you. They need to send us some playoff money since we both going deep into the playoffs Seriously, this year, all man. the way to the Super Bowl. They need look, to send us some playoff money. What you think? We earned this. No, we, did, we, man. we earned this. We should yeah. we should get playoff money. Yeah, Yo, I mean, Roger Goodell, hook us up. Or it's all about the believe. Like it's about believing in something. We believed in the Ravens from day one. From, you know, so yeah, we was here talking about we going to the Super Bowl, man, some, from day one, and and here we are going to the second round. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, we absolutely we were we were on it the whole time. And 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 again, look at us, divisional round. And coming up against the Houston Texans team that we're, we're going to talk with uh, with our guys over with uh, with the Believe in Texans podcast. Um, we we talked with them. We, we talked with them for week one. I mean, yes. Congratulations to them, man, yeah. because uh, first of all, that was really fun chatting with our guys over there. And, and yeah. it was it, it was just you hope for the best for a young rebuilding team just fresh off of having the number two pick in the NFL draft, you know, obviously one of the worst teams in the league. They were, they were a random fourth down touchdown pass from having the number one overall pick. And I think if it had gone that way, it sounded like they were poised to take the wrong quarterback. They were going to take Bryce young instead of CJ Stroud. And then they would not have been, and they, they probably would not have been here, but they picked, they picked the right guy. And here they are. And it's not even just, it's not just about CJ Stroud. It's, it's not. not, it's, it is a, an entire team that has bought into D'Amico Ryan's everything that he is about. Bobby Slowick offensive coordinator has been absolutely cooking hardcore to the point where I think he's got, he's had five head coaching interview requests. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy, the guy is doing some magic with our guy CJ Stroud. But look, real quick, let's let's listen to some of these stats really fast. Okay. And just to take it back, I thought in week 1 against the Ravens, it, it didn't seem like he played that well because the Texans in, in in the end the game wasn't close, the final score, but back then, you know, 63% completions for 242 yards, 78 passer rating, no touchdowns, no interceptions. For CJ Stroud in that game. But when you just watch the eye test, I just thought that he played, he played really well against a very tough defense. They were outgunned. They were missing people on the offensive line. They did not have a full deck. And I thought he played some really poised football, did CJ Stroud. 
And in his very first playoff game, he goes and does 274 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, 76% completions, and an almost perfect passer rating of 157.2. This is your offensive rookie of the year. I don't want to hear nobody else involved in this conversation because it's definitely CJ Stroud. But my goodness, man, you don't see rookie quarterbacks playing like this. No, nah, he's definitely playing like a seasoned vet. But, I mean, that's what you expect from a first pick overall in the NFL draft. He was number one, number two. Similar as Bryce Young, then it was C.J. Scroud. Now, I voted for C.J. Scroud to be the first pick overall, Kyrie. I thought I saw something in him at Ohio State that really impressed me that I felt like I would have wanted to take him over a Bryce Young. And that's just me personally. You know, I talked to one of my buddies that went to Alabama, and he swore me down. I was hands down, wrong, 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 wrong. Now it's still too early to tell, you know, you know, in NFL, you get spotted one year where you get the ball out, but that year two, that year three is where things really shape up and show whether or not you're as good as everybody thought you was that first year. That's why we sitting here with Lamar Jackson talking about MVP number two, because I believe that Lamar Jackson was the MVP. It was rightfully earned. And and so I don't see any problems with his game at all. People are going to hate, you know, completely, no matter what. He's a black quarterback in the NFL, and he's an athlete. And because he's an athlete, he can't play quarterback. It's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard no, in my life. You, like you're gonna jo- fall Josh in. Allen, you see Josh yeah. Allen run for that touchdown right. the other day, right? Right, and, absolutely. And I tweeted it out at the time because you hear this all the time with Lamar say Jackson. Say it, Kyrie. I want to hear you and, say it. Say it. What they say? Justin Fields and all that, right? And it's like, well, you know – they had an open guy that they turned down or you know, they weren't playing in structures like, oh, yeah, there's great that they got a big gain, but they could have done better. And, and that's just like, oh, Josh Allen ran for a 52 yard touchdown. That's not allowed. He, you got You got to take that back to the line of scrimmage. It doesn't count. Those yeah. aren't real yards. That That's not a real touchdown. People Sit in the, pocket the way you're supposed to. I mean, I I just feel like people find ways to be mad or be critical about a dude making plays. Look. It, on the whiteboard, yeah, you're supposed to do it this way. The ball has to go here. You have to do this, 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 and this. When you're on the football field, you just got to go make a damn play. And sometimes it's not going to be directly to the whiteboard, but that's the whole point. When you have great players, it doesn't have to be to the whiteboard all the time. Okay? Absolutely. Look, it's not. It's not to the whiteboard when... Lamar Jackson is holding the ball, holding the ball, holding the ball, and he's buying time and he's breaking tackles in the backfield. And then he finds Isaiah likely 30 yards down the field. That's not how the play is supposed to work, but sometimes that's the play that has to get made. You know what I mean? And and so I feel like sometimes we just got to let these guys play and, and accept what they are. You don't have to, I think, the the biggest thing that's become a disservice to young to young quarterbacks and quarterbacks generally is that everybody thinks the only way that you can win a Super Bowl is you have to play like Tom Brady, you have to play like Peyton Manning. Well said, you know, or or even Patrick Mahomes doesn't play like that. Patrick Mahomes plays however the damn hell he feels like playing, right? Yeah, and and I I just feel like we got to be more accepting of that. And C.J. Stroud's case is really interesting because he is. More of that prototypical, I'm a chill in the pocket. I'm not going to run. I'm going to sit there and I'm, I'm going to throw the ball down the field. I'm just going to move fast through my reads and all that. But I'll tell you what, man, in that Georgia game that he played mm-hmm. in, in the college football playoff last yeah. year, 
Absolutely. I, I said I said this earlier in the year. You Bryce Young had an excellent season. Other guys had excellent seasons. That was the best quarterback game that any college quarterback played last year was what CJ Stroud did against Georgia. And I think that was like, oh yeah, he's that dude. He is, he is, and, and he has continued showing all year long that he's that dude. And he did it again. And it's not going to be easy for him against the Baltimore Ravens. No one has an easy time against the Baltimore Ravens. Nobody. But again, after what I saw in week one, I have no doubt that he's still going to make plays. He's going to find a way because he's that good. I, I believe C.J. Stroud is going to have a heck of a game. I really do. I also believe that the Ravens are going to give him hell the entire game. I don't feel like he's going to get comfortable back there. I don't feel like he's going to be able to get in rhythm back there. I feel like he's going to be running for his life at some point in this game. And and that's to me, that's what it's all about. You know, I think they, I think the Houston Texans will be a fool not to try to do the exact same thing to Lamar Jackson. Do not let him get in rhythm. Do not allow him to be safe and just sit comfortable back there. Any quarterback in this league will pick you apart if you don't hit him. You know, so you have to make them extremely uncomfortable. And I think the Houston Texans, are, are, that's, that's going to be their game plan to do the exact same thing. Um, if Mark Andrews come back, everybody's game plan is to eliminate Mark Andrews. That's never been done. I've never seen it done. You know, if he comes back and actually play this week, whoop, whoop, one time for the tight ends, you know, Isaiah Likely, Mark Andrews, and Kohler, they all balling this year. Love to see the tight ends represent. But I don't think there's anything that they could possibly do to stop the Baltimore Ravens on all three phases of this game. Your head coach is a special teams coach by, by trade. He's a special teams guy. So the special teams has come here prepared to play. You cannot sleep on special teams in this game. Field mm -hmm. position battle is so freaking important. You want to be able to establish field, you know, field position throughout this entire game. You want to put their offense backed up and you want to have your defense have to make them have to go the long way to get to the end zone. And then on offense, you want to play the field as short as possible. You know, yes. so you need big returns in the return game so the offense can have the shortest field as possible and make it one or two, three plays to get down to that red zone to get as many points as you possibly can. This game is going to be a game of which coaching staff is going to have the better game plan. Both of these teams are extremely talented. They both can freak out, flat out play. They both got mobile quarterbacks that can throw the ball and extend the plays. And it's going to be very, very fun to kind of see how this thing pans out. Um, the Ravens, number one scoring defense, number one turnover defense in the league, number one sack defense in the league. Like, I want to see them show all three of those phases this week in, in prime effect and then make it extremely hard for them to catch the ball. Everything needs to be contested. And they let the guys play, Kyrie. You see the playoffs. They're not calling stuff, man. It's, it's stuff that's ending games and they and causing guys games, and they're not even calling it. So you're going to let our guys be physical. As the Baltimore Ravens, we have to come out here and be more physical than them this week. This is the time to show the world that we are the most physical team in this football league. Yep, and I think this is going to be the perfect time to let everybody know because this the discussion's been about 2019, right? Ravens go out, and they're killing Lamar Jackson, MVP, first round by, and they go out in the first round. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen this time around. I think Lamar Jackson is on a different type of time. Everybody can see it. Yeah. I think that he he's he's got that look in his eye like is Super Bowl. I'm not accepting nothing less. So right. that that's that's the standard I'm holding him to. That's what I'm expecting. I expect him to play like that. And before before we head out, 
There's some we're going to keep on monitoring throughout the week. Absolutely. Looks like the Ravens might get Mark Andrews back. And listen, don't get me wrong. They have been performing well, very well while he's while he's been injured, while he had you know the, the high ankle sprain. Isaiah likely definitely seemed to come into his own. But having Mark Andrews back, I mean, that that's massive. It's huge. That that feels like the kind of move that is like, yes, everything is is falling into place. And this might this might be the last piece you need. It never to, happens. Yeah, right. It is it, always is always the, the Ravens getting absolutely colossally just messed up by injuries. And right now they're getting healthy just in time to make the run. Please let's go. But listen, keep our fingers crossed on that. Let's keep on seeing good injury updates from Mark Andrews. We are going to have more from you throughout this week, not just chatting with our believe in Houston Texans guys, but just me and Wilcox chatting it up, getting you hyped for this game. Because I mean, this, the excitement that I feel getting ready for it. I mean, this, this is it. This is your moment. This is going to be an upstart team that is not going to be afraid. They are too young and, and just too new to be afraid. So you got to show them what's up and then take it to the next round. And there are going to be some, obviously some really good teams waiting for you in the next round. If you make it that far in the NFC championship, it could be Josh Allen. It could be Patrick Mahomes. You never know. But first things first, you got to give past that young man, CJ Stroud. So we'll be back on it. This is Believe in Ravens. We're going to keep believing in the Ravens. Till the coffin drop. Till next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.